The world is telling you that you are primordial soup. So here's my question to those that believe that we evolved out of a lightning strike and ooze. Where did the lightning come from? Where did the ooze come from? Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, and the president of Dayspring Bible College in Mundelein, Illinois. Are you an evolutionary accident? Well, I'm not, and I don't think you are as well. I'm Jim Scudder, and you're listening to In Grace. Today, we're going to talk about a important topic, and that is, were we created by God, or did we come about by random processes and chance? Some Christians believe God used evolution to create. No, 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 he did not. Why? Because there would be death and sin before rival of man, and that happened after we got here. And so there couldn't have been thousands or millions of years of death and decay and sin and corruption and all of that. No, the creation was perfect. It was instantaneous. It was at the spoken word of God in six literal days and the seventh day God rested. Folks, this is important. The Old Testament is important. It's foundational. We can't neglect it. We can't forget about it. We can't minimize it. Even though Andy Stanley and others have kind of put it in the back burner and really minimized the Old Testament, folks, we need to know what it says because it's foundational. That's how we know how we got here. That's how we know about the promise of redemption. That's how we know about that God created a man and a woman, and there's two genders. And that's how we know about marriage between one man and one woman for life. It's all foundational in the book of Genesis, especially. So we're going to be studying through the Old Testament, and we're going to be talking today, are you an evolutionary accident? We're also going to be unveiling an obsolete item at the beginning of all these sermons today. I'm going to bring a kid up, and they're going to try to tell me what this is. It's actually a reel-to-reel, and uh, I give the kid 20 bucks for coming up and doing that in front of hundreds of people in our church. So that'll be fun at the beginning of our message. And also, right before we go to today's sermon, what an exciting thing that In Grace is not only a radio program and a podcast, we're a TV show. And so you can watch tonight on TBN every Wednesday night, and we'd love for you to join in as we are playing a brand new series filmed in Israel about King David, Discover Hidden Israel 4. And uh, we'd love for you to tune in. Now, you might not get TBN or you're not going to be home tonight to watch. You can watch us anytime on your phone or your computer. A lot of your TVs are smart TVs. You have YouTube. Just search for In Grace. Once you find In Grace, click on it, subscribe, get alerts to let you know when there's a new one out. And we would love for you to comment and like the videos. More people will be able to see it and hear the gospel if you'll do that. We're also on Roku. Those of you that have smart TVs have Roku. You can get us for free there as well anytime. And we encourage you to do that. So watch on TBN, YouTube, or Roku. And uh, we're excited because also on Friday on the radio program and the podcast, we're going to feature part two of this new series about King David. And I'm going to tell you at the end how you can get your own copy of the full-length video series, Discover Hidden Israel for King David. Now, we also are excited because In Grace is coming to you. We're going to be coming to Mitchell, South Dakota and Phoenix, Arizona. Coming up, I have a free ticket for you on our website, ingraceradio.com. We have this Bible that has a testament called Old. So the question that we're trying to answer in this series, is the Old Testament obsolete? Since we call it old, does that mean it doesn't 
mean anything to us today in the New Testament, in the church age? Well, I'm sure you know, if you know anything about our ministry over the years, is we believe the entire Bible is important for knowing God and for living for God. Amen? So we know that, but let's talk about that today as we're going to address this issue, are we or are you an evolutionary accident? Are you an evolutionary accident? And a lot of things do go obsolete, right? And so part of this series, we've invited you to bring in something that you would have used, but your kids or grandkids have no clue what it is. So what is our mystery today? Well, I'm going to need a young person to volunteer to help me come up here and see if they can tell me what this is. So any kids want to volunteer? Raise your hand. By the way, this is a paid gig. You'll get 20 bucks, and it's easy. Okay, have you done it before? Come on up. Let's give her a hand. Come on up. Here we go. Uh, what's your name? Julia. Julia. So, Julia, I'm going to unveil this, and then I want you to try to tell us what this is. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. What is it, Julia? I do not know. So this is a hint. This would have contained these. All right. It's a box that says Soundcraft plus 50. 50% extra playing time. Magnetic recording tape. So this is something that you would have used early on as they were starting to do recordings for sound, music, speaking. It's called a reel-to-reel. -reel, and this actually was a great improvement over records and things like that. And so there's a tape in there. And they, they got this smaller. They got this to a cassette tape. I know. Hard to believe. But this was one of the early ones. We actually had one of these in our radio ministry. One station still required reel-to-reel. -reel. Now, the big question, Julia, is does it work? Mm, doesn't look like it. Yeah, she's like, you can, you can, okay, so let's, okay, there's power. Do you want to do that or should I do it? This button right here. Be careful. Oh, it lit up. Okay, and let's see if we can get it to work. Well, there's some noise, but I don't think it had anything to do with this. Okay, well, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to maybe have a guy come up here and he can fidget with it while I'm preaching a little bit. And if he can get it to work, later on I'll see if it'll play, play something. All right? So now do you know what this is? Yeah. Okay, awesome. And listen, I said this is a pain gig, so now I need to pay you right? Okay, here it is. Now, remember, Julia, you, you'll need to get out there and spend this quickly because this is going to be obsolete one day too, right? Let's give Julia a big hand. Thank you. All right, no clue, no clue what that was. So if you want to bring in an item, I intend this to be a many Sunday series, uh, years, years and years and years. So by the time we're done, this will probably have come back in to Vogue. 
It is amazing, though, how things have changed technologically. By the way, this isn't just technology. There might be other things that, that you used to use that we don't use anymore. So whatever that is, we want to kind of illustrate how things go obsolete. But how, okay, here we go. We have somebody coming in to, so this is Brett, by the way. Brett is a wizard. And in Grace, we do a lot of filming and recording outside. So you have waterfalls, you have airplanes, you have rain. And he can take that frequency out. And, and everything else sounds really good. So if you ever hear in grace, either the audio of the video or the television program or the uh, radio program, that's Brett the Wizard. That's actually his last name, Wizard. So let's give Brett a hand and see if he can figure this thing out. <laughs> Brett will figure it out. So if you want to bring in one item, that'd be great. Something that will not grow obsolete. And I'm praising God that Isaiah 40 Verse 8 says, the grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Isn't that a wonderful thing? Say amen if you believe that. Amen. So things go obsolete, but this book is still relevant today, even after all these years. It's been done. It's been completed for over 2,000 years. Parts of it go thousands of years before that. Isn't that amazing that this book is still relevant in our supposedly high-tech uh, modern society. This has all of the answers in it. So what we're going to do today is we're going to look at a reference back in the New Testament, and we're going to bounce from that back and find that in the Old Testament. The first verse that we're going to see today is in John 1.3, and we've been parked a little bit in creation because it's such a major thing, right? Would you consider creation like the big thing in our world, because without that, we wouldn't have our world or you or any of these things. And so creation is a very, very foundational principle in Scripture, and it, it will change your life if you understand creation, okay? So John 1, 3, speaking of Jesus, says, all things, all things were made by him. Some people say, well, God created the first organisms and then over millions of years, they slowly evolved into us. That's not what it says. That's not what it says. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. So the Bible clearly speaks of creation and that Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, was the creator. In Mark 10 in verse 6, it says, Jesus says, but from the beginning of the creation, God made. Okay? So very clearly, Jesus speaks to creation, and then he actually speaks to male and female, which is interesting. That's a big debate today. I've already preached on this issue of transgenderism, or what is so called. But it's very simple, folks. That's one of the most simple things in this world. How can we be confused with gender? But we are. And that tells you how opposed the devil is and the world is to the things that are simple and the things that God made. Male and female, one of the most easy things to know. And by the way, you can't change it. You can try to uh, medicate. You can try to uh, have uh, surgery. Uh, you can wear different clothes. But there's still the chromosome issue, right? Uh, biologically, scientifically, there's male and female. Without male and female, you don't have reproduction. You need one man, one woman for reproduction. And so anything outside of what God has created 
is harmful. It's hurtful to God, it's hurtful to us, and it's hurtful to others. Step into the captivating world of ancient history and discover the inspiring story of David the Shepherd King. As a token of his gratitude for your amazing support, Jim Scudder Jr. is thrilled to offer you an exclusive, beautifully crafted Psalm 23 bookmark absolutely free. This elegant keepsake is a symbol of our appreciation for your generosity. And when you give a gift of $35 or more, you'll receive not just one, but five Psalm 23 bookmarks and the engaging DVD series, Discover Hidden Israel 4, all about David, the Shepherd King. When you give a generous gift of $250 or more, you will also receive a limited edition canvas print portraying David, the Shepherd King. To claim these remarkable gifts, call 800-78-GRACE. Go to ingraceradio.com or write to ingrace. P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Again, that's 800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. We will jump back from the New Testament and, and look at the Old Testament. And let's jump back and look at Isaiah 42, verse 5. It says this, Thus saith God the Lord, He that created the heavens and stretched them out, He that spread forth the earth, and that which cometh out of it, he that giveth breath unto the people upon it and spirit to them that walk therein. So we have God creating all of these things. Actually, they're starting to, to look at space as a fabric. And the Bible here talks about stretching out space, but giving breath unto people and spirit. That's why we have to take all life seriously from conception, from the womb, all the way to the end of natural life or the tomb. Every point within that, we have to protect it and we have to make sure, even if we need to pass laws, that we protect those most vulnerable, most innocent lives. And that's why we are very pro-life in, in our church and in our ministry. Some people say, well, that's between a woman, the doctor, and God. Well, I think God is going to hold us to account for allowing millions of innocent preborn babies to die. Okay? So this is an important thing, biblically. So we know that God was involved. We know in the New Testament it says it, in the Old Testament it says it. But what is the world telling you? The world is telling you that you are an evolutionary accident. The world is telling you that you are primordial soup. So here's my question to those that believe that we evolved out of a lightning strike and ooze. Where did the lightning come from? Where did the ooze come from? Even the Big Bang has to have had something that exploded. Okay? So all of these theories that are now called facts are not. They are religious-based, faith-based theories. Why do I say that? Because no one was there to see these things. We can't observe it scientifically because it isn't happening today. We actually would expect to see some evolution over the thousands of years that we've observed. We don't find any change within the fossil record. And so we kick this can down the road and hopefully out into the landfill where it belongs because I reject the idea that I am an evolutionary accident. I do. Now, if you're telling this to kids, what value will they have? No wonder there's depression. No wonder there's drug abuse. No wonder there's suicide. 
because we're telling our young people, who's telling them this? The universities, the schools, and the media that you came about by random processes and chance by accident. You are only an accident. When the Bible says that you were created by a loving God who has a purpose and a design in this world. You say, well, then why is there sin? Why is there cancer? Why, why are these problems around us? And just this morning, I prayed with two people that have serious uh, issues in their, in their lives or their families' lives medically. So why are these things happening? Because we rejected what God clearly said way back, we meaning our ancestors, Adam and Eve, and sin entered the world and death by sin. So that's why. And we have all the problems because of that, because of original sin or the sin that we commit, and therefore that's the problem. But we're not an accident. Now even the, the animals, the fish, know this, according to Job, Job 12. Uh, Job 12, verse 7 says, But ask now the beasts, and they shall teach thee, and the fowls of the air, they shall tell thee. Or speak to the earth, and it shall teach thee, and the fishes of the sea shall declare it unto thee. Who knoweth not in all these things that the hand of the Lord hath wrought this? The creation shouts to design and order and purpose in its complexity and in its beauty. It shouts, no person would assume that this computer tablet or this smart pen or this, even this real to real player is a, just came out of a junkyard. No one would expect that because it took ingenuity, it took a testing, it took a lot of years of research to develop these technologies. This didn't just happen, Okay. These things we know, just by looking at them, we know for sure that there's an intelligence behind this. But we're still telling our kids that you came about, by the way, what we're going to study today is incredible. The eye, the ear, the brain. We're going to talk about blood vessels in, in your heart. And, and incredible, the cells, incredible proofs that it took intelligence it took design for us to be here today, okay? So again, are you an evolutionary accident? I'm not. I'm not. And the animals know this. The beasts and the fish and the, the birds, they know these things. Well, let's talk about some of the things that are going on within your body right now. Look at the... The, the blood vessels. Now, I don't know if you knew this, but inside of you right now is 60,000 miles of blood vessels. 60,000 miles of veins and arteries and capillaries that keep you alive, that transport the blood and the blood transporting the nutrients and getting rid of the waste this is happening 60,000 miles of this right now inside of you. If you took all of those blood vessels and put them in a line, they would go around the earth two and a half times. Okay? Is that amazing? Is that incredible? Did you wake up today and say, thank you, Lord, for my blood vessels? Shame on you. 
You should have. I didn't. We should think about these things. And then how about, how about the heart? The human heart is an incredible marvel of engineering. It begins beating four weeks after conception. It does not stop until death. Ten ounces. Ten ounces is going to pump enough blood in your life to fill a super tanker. Your heart is a marvel. A marvel. As a matter of fact, no man-made pump the size of your hands clasped together weighing 10 ounces could possibly last 100 years and pump 66 million gallons. We can't, we can't do that. God did. God did. Did you thank God for your 10-ounce heart today? Did you know that that heart is pumping blood once every minute to almost all of the cells of your body? Do you know how many cells you have in your body? 37 trillion cells in your body. I tell you, once you really dig into the science of what God did and the heart and you know how we can't even really engineer something like that, so small and so powerful and lasts so long, uh, God does these things all the time and we have to give him glory. We have to give him credit for creation and uh, not, we didn't create ourselves, he created us and that's so awesome, so integral really in understanding not only that we're here not by accident but by purpose but that God is a God of love who came into a fallen creation as we fell and we brought sin and death into the world but he sent the, the redeemer. The creator comes to be the redeemer and that's Jesus and he dies for us and rises again and if you'll put your faith in him, you'll be saved. The Bible calls him the good shepherd. And uh, we're featuring on Friday, a new series on King David. And David wrote, the Lord is my shepherd. And so we've designed a bookmark with the words, the Lord is my shepherd. It's got a shepherd with sheep and a beautiful sunset. This is my way of saying thank you for listening to In Grace. I want to hear from every one of you. Many of you here in Grace on the podcast or the radio program, and you've never contacted us. And listen, I usually don't contact radio programs or TV programs. So for those of us that haven't done it, let's do it today. Uh, we want to send you this beautiful, nice gift. It's a bookmark and it's free. Just call us or go to our website or write to us. The phone number, 1-800-78-GRACE. My dad, who started our ministry, used to call it the unforgettable number, 1-800-78-GRACE. Now you can't forget it. Uh, you can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9. That's Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. And our website is pretty easy too. You can't forget this, ingraceradio.com ingraceradio.com. And there you're going to be able to get your free bookmark. Now, some of you want to support In Grace and make sure more people hear the gospel, invest in grace. We appreciate your gift. We will be careful and wise with your money. And we'll just say it's God's money and we're going to use it carefully. Uh, we're going to thank you for your gift of $35 or more by sending you five bookmarks. Uh, you can keep one and give four away. And then also we're going to send you this new series about King David. 
And what you're going to see on TBN and YouTube and Roku, that's a much shorter version. We're going to send you the full length. Each episode of the four is about 40 minutes. You can get digital or DVD. So we would love to get these in your hands for a gift of 35 or more. Now, there's a few of you that say, hey, pastor, I want to give much more. I want to give a large, generous gift. And not everyone can, but if you can and want to do that, and God is prompting you to do that, for those of you that can give a gift of $250, we're also going to include not only the video and the bookmarks, but we're going to give you a canvas print of The Lord is My Shepherd. It's beautiful. It's original artwork, and it's a limited edition. We would love to send you this beautiful wall art today. Don't forget your Psalm 23 bookmark, absolutely free. Also for $35 or more, get five Psalm 23 bookmarks and the engaging DVD series, Discover Hidden Israel 4, all about David, the Shepherd King. When you generously give $250 or more, you will also receive a limited edition canvas print. Call 800-78-GRACE. Go to ingraceradio.com or write to ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois. 60047. Thank you for joining us on In Grace Radio with Jim Scudder Jr. In Grace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio. Radio.